Welcome to another episode of Mutual Growth, a podcast by Penn Community Bank. I'm your host, Aaron Clark. After the show is over, be sure to check out the show notes and links to resources at pencommunitybank.com slash podcast. All right, Sandy and Tom, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Great. Thanks, Aaron. Excited to have both of you on a dual interview, one of one of my favorite duos in the entire bank. So I'm glad we could find some time to uh, to chat here on an important topic. But uh, before we dive in, let's let's get down to the basics. Um, Sandy, you want to give us an introduction of uh, who you are and what you do at the bank? Sure. I am the vice president, director of training and development. So our department um, is you know, oversees everything learning and development across the organization. I've been here about 10 years. Tom? Great. Thanks, Sandy. Uh, Tom DiPaolo. I'm the assistant vice president in learning development, working on Sandy's team, uh, really responsible for every facet of training within the organization, uh, mostly sales training uh, of sort. Uh, but anything that comes our way is really what we're part of. And certainly the corporate culture is part of what we do on a daily basis. Yeah, and that's it's perfect, perfect transition because that's what we're going to be talking about today. I, I think a lot of people, probably maybe more now than ever, are hearing kind of the phrase "corporate culture." So let's let's level set, Tom. Let's let's take you up on that. What is corporate culture? Yeah, you know, corporate culture, Aaron, is is it's like the personality of the company. It really refers to any values, beliefs, the behaviors that really determine how employees and management interact with each other, how they perform their job roles. Uh, how they handle the business transactions. And often corporate culture, it's implied. It's not defined expression. It really develops organically within the organization over time, you know, from the existing staff as well as new team members that come on board. Um, Corporate culture, if you want to think about it, is the social order as well. So how it shapes the attitudes and behaviors on a wide range of of ways during the course of the business day, it really defines what's encouraged, what's discouraged, what's accepted or what's rejected within an organization. And when properly aligned, you know, team members, their personal values, their drives, their needs, the culture can really unleash a tremendous amount of energy towards a shared purpose and foster the organization's capacity to really uh, thrive. So it sounds like it touches a little bit of everything. So obviously it's important, um, but distilled down, why is it important? Why is establishing or understanding or knowing what your corporate culture is critical to an organization? Well, you know, employees want to feel connected to their job. They want to feel connected to their colleagues and to the company's mission and core values. So it's important of having a positive working culture is one that is created from the the business's missions, um, their mission statement, their core values, uh, and what is sustained by shifting both anything that happens internally or externally, as far as the priorities go, the employee's input, and and really the diversity of their thought. Uh, When you think about company culture, it's as important as a whole, but what's really important is the aspect of the culture itself, which is the people. And having a strong company culture increases the employee engagement. 
Um, a true, really positive working culture is one that shifts and evolves it's based on different needs and attitudes of the employees, you know, as well as having the, the right resources in place to solve problems and get work done effectively. And with these mechanisms in place, employees are better able to really engage in their work. You know, also having a strong working culture attracts and retains employees. Mm -hmm. So to attract top job candidates and really and maintain them and retain them, you know, companies need to be able to immerse new hires in this positive culture experience from day one. And this helps employees to quickly start connecting with the overall business as a unique role within it and really help them understand what the positive work culture looks like. So, so Sandy, we've we've heard kind of the, the positive impact that a, that a corporate culture, a, a good corporate culture, can have. That that's got to mean that there's some downsides to a corporate culture that is is negative or or isn't fully established. How, how is that negative culture hurting companies, even if they maybe don't know? So, if it's okay, I want to piggyback a little bit on what absolutely said and take a look at that healthy culture first because there, there are so many, it's limitless. So carefully considered, even innovative, a healthy, positive corporate culture can elevate a company above their competitors and support a long lasting success, which is what all businesses are looking for. I know Tom talked about increasing retention, but also it increases efficiency and it enhances the company brand. You know, you get a vibe right? For a, for a healthy, happy, uh, when you walk into a business, you know, you see unhappy, right? Team members. And you also get a vibe when you see happy team members. So another thing that we talk a lot about in our departments in L&D and HR is a huge benefit is that it attracts, you know, the best talent and which leads to customer satisfaction and increased business. So our goal is to be an employer of choice. So again, that reflects on the brand and also our culture, but the negative culture that kills that vibe, right? It takes away from the big picture and it skews the values of what's happening in the organization. You know, companies can put out there what they value, you know, what their beliefs are, and then any kind of negativity just, you know, pokes holes in all of that. And it leads to unhealthy relationships. It leads to negative peer pressure, and it hinders all everything that, you, that your desired um, goals are, including the turnover, engagement, you know, the list goes on. So it sounds like since the culture kind of touches and is impacted by everyone. Is it everyone's responsibility for culture? Is it something that's top down, bottom up? How is this culture established and maintained? So culture is a group phenomenon. It can't exist solely with one with a single person. So it is a shared responsibility with all of us. But in order to achieve a healthy culture, team members have to have a clear, consistent and common understanding of it. Right. What's that? What's that? big picture. So, and everyone has their role to play, but we still need to work together deliberately to reach those desired outcomes. Tom, looking to, looking to you here, you know, it, it sounds like co corporate culture is maybe for team members similar to other corporate objectives, right? So 
Knowing that it's important to the operations and success of the organization across the board, is this something that managers should be managing towards? What, what's the role of managers in maintaining and kind of developing this culture? Yeah, as, and you know, as Sandy said, it, you know, it was really everybody's responsibility. But you know, all leaders, managers, any supervisor you know, who really brings to life the culture and sustains the culture within the organization are, are what we refer to as as culture keepers. Mm-hmm. And managers play a, a vital role as a culture keeper keeper within the promotion of a positive working environment. You know, they often are the center of how positive a work experience can be for their employees. And in this role, you know, some of the qualities a manager must display are, you know, a really uh, firm belief in the company's mission and be able to integrate the core values into their daily engagement with their teams and their colleagues. Uh, they also need to identify issues and provide solutions with a consistent communication and message and also be able to be a really trustworthy advisor to whoever they work with in the course of their business day, their teams, their colleagues, other managers to make sure it's successful. Um, overall, you know, managers as a culture keeper are the individuals who lead and maintain the positive aspect of the organization's environment which is really a reflection on the company's core values. So now we've put a lot of pressure here on managers, right? We've said, hey, it's important. Uh, it's everyone's role, but it's really your role um, to, to help ensure that it's it's positive and that we're advancing forward. So Sandy, kind of from a tactical standpoint, what can or what should managers be doing to enhance that, to really get the buy-in and ensure that they're doing their part in their department or even across the entire company? So for better or worse, culture and management are intimately linked, right? So we've all had those managers that we love and you're happy when you're walking into work. And then, you know, we've had the managers that maybe kind of put a little damper on your day. So the director, the, the your direct manager wields the most influence, right? On your daily experience. So they have to take a human-centered approach to building the employee's experience. And it starts by them demonstrating to the employees that they are valuable. That is so important to people, that they are valued and their contributions are important to the organization. So that right there to me, number one. But also ensuring just things like the tools that they need, the environment, tangible aspects of their day-to-day work life is represented and they take an active role in that. And I'm going to say, besides them feeling recognized and valued, I I really am on my soapbox now, but being a good role model and communicating, it drives me crazy from when, for instance, I, I can't help but stress this. Let's give an example of a manager who is um, always stressing the importance of punctuality while they are coming in late and leaving early. And that just doesn't jive well with people. You know, that's when the grumbling start. That's when that neg- negativity perpetuates across the, the line of business or in, in the you know, in the office. So it's really important to show that you're a good role model, that the same values you have, you are sharing with your, with your team members. And that goes a long way. It really, it really does. Because if you're not walking the walk, what's the point? So that's my, that, they're my two cents. No, that, that, that's good. You know, let's, 
let's use Penn Community Bank as the example, right? Mm-hmm. At a corporate culture, super important, something that we buy into, right? That is espoused by the, the managers here. So if you're talking to a listener out there who maybe has another business or involved in a different organization, what do managers at Penn Community Bank do to express this culture to really make it what it is, an organizational focus and all the benefits that come from? Yeah, so we have some managers that are so great at this. And you know what, from, we have a very structured uh, management and leadership program uh, at the bank that we've been developing over the years. So from the beginning, when a new manager starts, whether they're promoted within or whether they're brought from the outside, they're encouraged to embrace their cult. We call them culture building responsibilities in a healthy, aligned way. And our department, the learning and development part, Uh, department does support that, like some tangible options to provide encouragement to their team members. Something that doesn't cost anything, uh, like a shout out or pen coin, which, you know, you can buy your logo wear. They are very popular and it makes your employee still to this day. I mean, it comes out of my department, but my people still get shout outs and then they get all excited about it. So you can't go wrong with that. It's such an easy way to acknowledge someone. And then a lot of our managers are excellent role models. And, you know, we tap them on the shoulder to let them know they're good role models. And then that perpetuates, right? So, and others are great at giving back positive feedback. And we expect our managers to facilitate team meetings and monthly one-on-ones with each employee to keep that communication going and offer opportunities for learning and development. So that's always something that our managers are looking at. So, but the most important element I've seen at the bank are our managers ensuring that their team's individual contributions are valued and that their voices are being heard. So... No, that, that's a that's a great place to end on a really actionable item, right? Learn from the lessons um, that Sandy and Tom and that team have, have kind of helped instill here throughout the bank. Thank you both for taking some time just to talk about the importance of culture, the role of managers as culture keepers. I love that. Encourage listeners to be culture keepers inside their organization or business. And uh, I hope to have you both back on soon to, uh, to keep learning about this important issue. Thank you, Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Mutual Growth, a podcast by Penn Community Bank. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. And as always, keep up with the latest from Penn Community Bank by following us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. For more information about this podcast, links to past episodes, or to learn more about community-first banking, just visit PennCommunityBank.com slash podcast. Mutual Growth is the official podcast of Penn Community Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. It is produced for the benefit of current and prospective customers and partner organizations. This program is provided solely for educational and entertainment purposes. The information contained herein is based on sources believed to be reliable, but is not represented to be complete and its accuracy is not guaranteed. The opinions, views, and estimates expressed are those of the presenters at the date of production and are subject to change without notice. Please email marketing at pennCommunityBank.com regarding booking or repurposing any part of this podcast.